0: For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Our chat system connects the Newcastle community with its public forums for supporters globally, as well as private chats with your mates. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play.
1: 1862 on a summer's afternoon, we took the bus from Bamburgh
2: and she was heavily laden. Away we went along Cullenwood Street, that's on the Hooty Bladen. Oh, now I'm sure to see her standing as in the most, the most, the
1: Hello, and welcome to a special episode of CHN Radio. I'm your host, Graham Bell. With me is a broadcasting legend... ...none other than Jim Rosenthal. How are you doing, Jim?
0: Doing really well, Graham, and it's very very, very nice to be talking to you, albeit in rather strange... Uh, ...circumstances that we're all having to live through uh, at the moment. it's um, I'm delighted to be able to have a chat to you.
1: It, it is a bit weird, but, you know... ...technology is helpful in these circumstances. Um. So how's um, how's lockdown been for you? Have you picked up any I, I, new hobbies?
0: I, I have. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I'd love to be able to say to you, my goodness me, I've learned to you know, I've, I've, I've learned to speak uh, to speak another language, or I've, I've learned a completely new skill. I, I, but uh, what I have, um, I'm quite lucky. I live in quite a rural part of the United Kingdom uh, in, in in Berkshire, and I sort of discovered a lot of the delights of the of what surrounds me that I didn't really know was there before because I was too busy. Being like you, rushing around and earning a living, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I, I know a lot of people have really had proper, proper suffering in lockdown, and my heart goes out to them. So I'm a slightly guilty, fortunate one that um, my son and his girlfriend were back with us for, for nearly three months. And that was great because, you know, you can reestablish certain things that uh, you probably wouldn't get a chance to do. So I have been one of the exceeding fortunate ones in lockdown. And of course, most important of all, Graham, I've been, been very lucky that we haven't succumbed to this horrible, horrible illness.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a tough time for everyone. And, you know, I've spoken to a few people. I chatted to Luke Edwards about a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, there are people struggling with it. Um, I'm probably one of the lucky ones as well. And my garden has never seen so much attention, which has been great.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've all, yeah. I, I think gardeners and, and the old do-it-yourself shops as well. I think they they're, they're, they've been they've been very, very fortunate in lockdown. Everyone has got the old screwdrivers and hammers out and probably messing up most, most of those jobs, haven't they? But uh, yeah, it's I've, been, a, listen, you, every, I think everyone has come a bit back down to basics in, in lockdown and you do realize what is important um, for us all when, when we're here and, um, and, and you, and certain things that you might forget, family relationships and, uh, how important or all, all, all that stuff is. Um, so that might just be one of the one of the bonuses of it. And listen, you've never had a world war. I've never had a world war either. But this would probably be the equivalent of a world war that we're living through now. Yeah. And um, hope, hopefully we are easing towards the end of it. Hopefully, but um, you know, I'm my, my, just on it. I, I, everyone's praying out for a vaccine well at best if it happens in a year you know but then in our country 68 million people will want the vaccine yesterday so that's not going to happen and i just think it's going to be something we're going to have to live with and have to be aware of and hopefully our medical people will be able to cope because that was the whole thing about lockdown we were all worried about whether the the national health service could cope hopefully now as they learn with every single day more and more hopefully they will be able to cope
1: definitely definitely Um, very serious (laughs) Yeah, serious start for the show um, yeah but in terms of that um obviously you're a legend in terms of broadcasting commentary okay. a lot um what are your thoughts on sport without fans and how you'd find commentating in an empty stadium because obviously like commentators are influenced by the atmosphere in the stadium and, and it's, it, it must be pretty tough
0: on that it must be. I mean, I, I, I've never done it, and and uh, but I I, I sympathise for the, for for the commentators right now um, because you live off the atmosphere, you live off the noise, and as indeed do players, and it's a very very strange experience for them. I've I've they sound slightly as though they sort of reduce the level of snooker commentators at some stage because it's, you, you have to create your own atmosphere. And I know some of them are. Trying to get that false crowd noise pumped into their ears to make sure that they can, you know, that they can they can give it a justification. But um, you sort of, I mean, I I, I I once did did a boxing commentary in in, in a pretty empty stadium one one of the sort of build up fights and uh, and and I was and, and one of the fight and I was trying to make it probably more exciting than it was and. One of the fighters kept looking at me and saying, are you really talking about this fight, mate? You know, (laughs) are you really talking about me? So it can be, it can be, but I I say it's an unreal experience and all the protocol that they have to go through as well. I mean, there's a massive forms they have to to fill in and obviously all the physical tests as well. It, It makes it, it makes it a very strange exercise, Graham, but I guess it is better than nothing. And my own feelings about watching this unreal game at the moment is is slightly uneasy i've always felt about it being rushed back and i don't if it hadn't been business considerations to sky and to bt i don't think the premier league would have gone through the hoops as they have gone um, but now they've done it they are fulfilling they are going to complete the tournament um, which is the all important thing um, but i i do find it hard to get really off my seat at it i really do find it difficult um, yeah. And even though it is all important, and I know Newcastle had a great winner over Sheffield United at, at the weekend, in normal times, the whole town would have been buzzing, wouldn't it? It'd have been, you know, yeah. It would have been absolutely 3-0, you know, fantastic Premier League, all but secure. And my gut says it probably wasn't really because of the weird know, uh, social distancing and all that. It's just, it's just hard. It's just hard to get that excitement.
1: Yeah, it was it was a very strange watch on on Sunday. To be honest, um, I I'd, I'd felt like I wasn't as maybe excited as as usual, um, yeah. and it just—I it, don't know—it took away from the feeling. Um, I tried with the fake crowd noise that they provided.
0: How did, you, how did you do with that? Do you prefer the fake, or do you prefer hearing the players shouting and occasionally I, swearing?
1: I, t- <laughs> I turned it over from the fake crowd noise to the just to the yeah. stadium sounds within five minutes
0: because same I, as me same as me I I, I I want to see it as it is to be quite yeah, honest i don't I, just, I, I don't need that uh that is it's a bit like uh when you watch comedies and you have fake laughter and things and, you know you think that's not right
1: yeah and I, 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 I i don't think it helped that there was a bit of a delay in it like if if someone scored it was at least five ten seconds yeah.
2: before
0: well it's a tough gig for the for the sound men who are doing it because they're yeah. sort of looking and going, Oh, is that a Newcastle chance and would the crowd like that, you know, and then and then should we give it the full reds and so it and, and it's a it's a tough one. <laughs> it's yeah. a very tough one for the sound for the poor sound the sound guys who who are involved in that. Um, yeah, but, I was uh, I am I, gonna... I'm with you. I think I will take it warts and all really.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was actually saying to the to the missus on Sunday. Uh, I actually prefer it with the, just the stadium noise because it reminds me of like Sunday League football with all the shouting. Uh, no, and, no,
0: that's right. It reminds me of what you and me both, both well, I used to, that was, that was me, yeah. Sunday morning football, et cetera, et cetera. That was, that, that was very much that. But listen, it is a spectator sport. Of course, it's a spectator sport. And in television terms, when you, we, we, I would always, you'd always prefer to be in a small, full ground than a, a half full, large one. And yeah. and and you know the real you know, with, with, so yeah, spectator sport the sport needs needs those fans in there to make it to to make it the show that it is and and if you've been trying to sell that as a product to somebody I don't think so but you put your fifty two thousand in at St James's or whatever and then oh well, that's more like it yeah. that's when then, then 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 you've got it so it's 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 a very it's a very strange product and and listen there are all these games on now and uh, um, without wishing to do my colleagues out of work or anything, I cannot think people are going to go, oh, this is fantastic. I can watch all these through because what you're watching is not really what you're used to. Not yeah. really. I don't know. The end product is the same and then you get your points and your league position, but it's not really what you want. And The sooner the proper stuff gets back, the better.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think for, I think for maybe owners that haven't really treated fans that well, maybe they'll come yeah. out of this thinking... Oh, you know what? They actually do make a difference. So, of course um, they do.
0: No, look, that's 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 very true. And look, look, there's a, a one one of the big failings, as far as I'm concerned, of the Premier League is that the actual fans are taken, are taken for granted. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're ripped up with the price of tickets more so perhaps down in the South England than, than up in, in Newcastle. Whereas, you know, the Newcastle owners, we go, oh, those 50,000, they'll turn up no, no matter what. Well, actually, you know, the, it, you, you've got to realise what you've got, and it's a fantastic, loyal, enthusiastic customers, which they, you know, in, in modern parts, and you have, you have to look after them, and you have, you have to appreciate them, really. And the trouble is that with the massive big the big huge money come from TV that people tend to forget, tend to forget the fans. And if there's a new reality in that that comes out of this, especially with prices, prices for away games, I would be you know, I'd be very much in, in favour of that, where people will come through this and will not have as much money and as much security as they have. Football owes them a debt really and football yeah. should look after them. Yeah. To get them back in there. Because without them there, the product is 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 diluted. And that's probably being polite. Yeah, Yeah. just let's be polite. Um,
1: (laughs) Obviously, this is Newcastle. I would swear on you, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) all right. This is obviously a Newcastle United podcast. Um, So I'd love to get your thoughts on the proposed takeover. Um, There's been a lot of people either on one side of the fence or the other. There doesn't appear to be any in between with it. Um, What are your thoughts on it?
0: Well, I hope, I hope there is a takeover at Newcastle United, no matter by whom, because obviously the, the, the current owner, Mike Ashley, and Newcastle have run their course. And and we could. I'm sure you've had people in here talking a lot more about it. There's no point in me saying about it. Everyone's heard, everyone's heard the arguments, but I think the relationship has come to an end. Yeah. And he wants his money and he wants out. Now, where that money comes from, of course, is the big debate at the moment. I'm always very dubious about deals being done in public. And this has been a very, very public deal. And more often than not, when that happens, the deal collapses. Um, and I'm hearing this week there is more optimism around this week. Now, on a basis of where the money comes from, I mean, I've put this around to myself, when I, and I've broadcast in quite a few countries where you, with the reg- you look at the regime and think, that's not. I don't like that regime, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But when you start making judgments like that, um, you run into you run into very choppy waters. If I had refused to broadcast from every country where I didn't have the government, I would not have had much of a career. Put it that way. And yeah. so, so yeah. I just throw, I just throw that in. Now there are other factors involved with, with, with Saudi Arabia, which has been the piracy of the Premier League, and you're basically selling, or the Premier League is basically allowing one of their big clubs to be sold to someone who whose country has pirated the product now that's quite a tough one to get around that is quite a, and, and and it wasn't us and it was amazing but that is quite a tough one to get around so um all i would say is i, I hope it goes through i just i just hope newcastle have another owner um and um, where where the money comes from i haven't got any stringent views about you must not do that deal but yeah. it's, a very tricky, it's a very tricky deal to get through, bearing in mind what has happened in that part of the world. I spent quite a lot of time working in Dubai, actually, over the last few years. And I'm very aware of the politics there between the United Emir- Emirates, Qatar, Saudi, et cetera, et cetera. And it's an ongoing scenario. But um, when, when you <laughs> the country, Saudi, has ridden roughshod over, over, over all sporting contracts and it's quite, it, you know, it, it's uh, that's happened now, you know, and that has happened. So from Newcastle fans, you know, hope you get your new owners. I'm not sure, not sure who they're going to be, but I know I, I'm not going to argue with them when they say, well, we, we will be in a better place than you are at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel a lot, for, I, I must say, and, and it's, it, 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 it's, it can be a very hurtful and a cruel game and a very unfair game. And 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 Steve Bruce, who, who from where I am, is is is, is a good manager. He, he is a good British manager. Who you could who could have had a Chelsea or a Man United in other circumstances could have done. And he and has followed Rafa Benitez, and it was a slight. And again, you might be able to enlighten me on this. The love for Rafa Benitez in Newcastle, I found it quite hard to. I found it quite hard to understand, if I'm honest, because looking at the way you know play at home, and I've been in Newcastle over the years, and, and that. Defensive stuff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But there was that there. I didn't quite understand it, but that's 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 just me. Yeah. Um, and there was there wasn't. Oh, thank goodness we got one of our own here when Steve Bruce came in. A la Chris Wilder at Sheffield United, he, he was greeted with with a very very choppy waters, and he's done pretty well. And he's done pretty well. And you, you'll finish halfway up the Premier League. It looks like,
1: hopefully. Um, yes.
0: And but he might well. He you know when, when new people come in, they want they, they want new managers. Now listen, and the other thing is in reality in the life that you don't feel don't feel desperately upset steve bruce is a very wealthy man who has done very well out of football and so you know he's not gonna oh brian moore used to used to say to me when i first joined tv and there'd be a mistake in the program or something and people would be cursing and be at the end of the world and he said to me don't worry jim cornflakes on the table in the morning so you know so and it's a bit the same with steve bruce he'll have cornflakes on his table but and also, <laughs> exactly, yes. if, 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 you know, if if it does go, if he does go, and if he does leave Newcastle, go, look, I didn't do that badly, you know, really, you know, and and he will get another job somewhere else. Um, yeah. Personally, I I I think he deserves a proper crack at it. Whether he'll get that chance, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, in terms of um, Benitez, I think he uh, followed um, Steve McLaren, so um, I think yes, he, that's. Fair point. Anyone yeah. would have been an upgrade on on him because that season yes. was just a a disaster. Yes. That that squad never have been relegated. It was it was full of full of cracking players and and it was it was just a disaster. And Rafa came in and he he. I think the thing is he came in and he just got to know not only the club but the people. Um, it's the very good like, area. How he
0: is. He's very good, and where he lives around the Merseyside, as you know, and he's very good ar- ar- around, very popular in in that yeah. part of the world, and in, in the Wirral, and, and he's sold approach to what happened at hit at, uh, at Hillsborough, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He's, yeah. he's very, he's very, he's he's good. It's just that some of the stuff that 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 I looked at was not Newcastle for, for me, and and all right, I'm, I, you know, I've always had Newcastle as a front foot team, if you, if you like. Yeah. I've always had yeah. that, and I think that's in the DNA of the football club, really. It, uh, it is. And, and, and it's a bit harder to do with a Premier League. Of course it is with with, with with where you know with, with that top echelon of, of clubs up there in particular. Um, and and you know so so it, it's it's. But I take your point on what you say about what he what he followed. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. I think the point you make about front foot, front foot football, it's. I think Rafa wanted to. It was just he didn't have the kind of tools to to yes. do it. Um but thankfully Steve Bruce kind of was able to spend in the summer, so that made things a, a lot better. Um and yeah. you, you've seen over the last two, three, four games we started to to, you know, move from formation uh, and put two up top and that's just changed. Right. Um,
0: and I think I think you'll probably have a good run in now, really. I mean the pressure's pretty much off, isn't it? Uh, and, and, and 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 I think you probably will see, you know well see on your televisions uh, you know that that uh, that he probably will, will, will do more of that stuff because um, in, in general terms you know his job is to stay there you've never really been threatened with dropping out and i think you you could have quite a nice quite a nice little conclusion to the season really with 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 Bruce yeah. and with, with your team yeah, um, which is um, good and, and, and you never know, you you manage you, Linton, he might even get you know get one and get another six or something by the end of the season. Who knows? Who knows? I hope so.
1: <laughs> um, I was saying that maybe no crowd would um benefit him.
2: So um,
0: <laughs> you know, well that's, so, that's probably a fair point, actually. That is probably a fair point with no yeah. with no one groaning every time the ball comes near him. Because, exactly. Uh, exactly. And that might be one of the things. It's definitely one of the things. I mean I've got the probably might have passed you by, but a couple of pals who, who own Northampton Town and, and and last night they the, you know they, they go to Cheltenham two down after the first leg of of the playoffs. Only Liverpool have conceded less goals than Cheltenham all all season, and go there and win by three goals to nothing, and absolutely mullered them from the first kick. And and you look at that and you think, well, there's no home fans to pick to pick them up. And and I think the the results in Germany, et cetera, et cetera, the away teams have done have done really well and that might yeah. you you follow that argument through so if you haven't got 30,000 um, Geordies groaning every time the ball comes to <laughs> you, you you might you, you know it you, you might it might help it might help your man Joe Vinton.
1: I, I think it did on Sunday because he uh, he had a chance in the first half and it was a
0: I saw it it was I a stinker,
1: it. to be honest and yeah. um
0: yeah you know he sort of reminded me of, of I I when I realised my my very limited footballing days were over there and and all I had was a bit of pace around me and a, and a few years ago, and the ball played down the wing and I went to chase it and I literally just fell over. I just <laughs> fell straight forward. And that what he did there when he tried to score there. That sort of brought back memories of that horrible day when I went back oh. in and I said, I said, I'm not going to use him these boots again. I'm done. You know, <laughs> unfortunately he can't do that.
1: <laughs> no, I I, <laughs> I think does. that, that, that genuinely, on. genuinely helped him because if that had a happened in a packed Stadium, the groans yeah. would have been bad, and um, his head would have just yeah. dropped. But, uh, but I was so pleased for him to get a goal. And
0: I was listen. I'm, I'm, i I'm, I'm pleased for Newcastle, and you know, uh, as well, you know, I mean, you know, over the years, um, terrific players and terrific managers. I'm very close to to, to Bobby, you know, to to Sir Bobby. Um, and play and actually had a little cameo in that last game a week before he died, which they did up at St. James's yeah. when they got the old Italia 90, England and the Germans together. And um, and he, he, he's, I mean, I'm so blessed really that he, he was in my life. Bobby and got quite close to him when he was yeah. with England, and um, and there is affection for, for you know for, for Newcastle. I think um, yeah, and and you know it is a club that seems to find all sorts of problems on on and off on and off the pitch. But it, it's it's um, it, it, there's also certainly from within me over the years the waddles and the beards and these and cheers and less fur etc etc and going right the way back. There Bobby Moncur. I played in a couple of charity games with him. You know, the last guy to lifted the trophy. So, um yeah, there's, there's, you know, you you have a real soft spot for Newcastle. I should actually, but another little thing, stupidly, I sort of volunteered because it's the was the 40th Great North Run supposed to be happening in September, yeah. and I did the first one. And Brendan Foster said, well, why don't you do this one? And uh, in lockdown, I was, I was I was not doing badly actually on the old running, getting myself <laughs> in nick for it. But perhaps mercifully for my old bones, it's been pulled off, and so. I won't. I won't be doing. Won't be doing that great North North run again. But I do another, that year, and got another chance next year. Yeah, yeah another, <laughs> another year. Well, yeah, we'll see. We, 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 we'll see. But it's a great. It's a great area and a great sporting area as well. And I said when I did the athletics, I was all, all always up there. And, you know, with Steve Cram around that international stadium. Gates said trying for him to break a world record, but it was always blowing a gale, so he never broke a world. <laughs> but it's a great it's a great sporting area and and from my personal point of view I love to love to see it when Newcastle are are going well.
1: Yeah, I mean um, I've I've said it um since um you know football's been back that it would be such a Newcastle United thing to do to go on and win the FA Cup and no one was there to see it.
0: Well, could do. Yeah, yeah, you could, you could. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. that's a bit of a bleak view, that is, isn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, um I think yeah i think almost it would, you
0: almost forget about the fa cup but you know it's almost forgot, yeah it's you know it's, it's it's picking up again isn't it obviously and then what they they'd want to finish it but uh but you'd take it you would graham you you'd take it mate i you would, would yeah. take it. no, no <laughs> yeah no after no, after
1: no, being this long without a trophy yeah I'd, yeah i'd yeah. give my right and left arm for it um sure so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but um you, you touched on Steve Bruce, and you actually answered one of my questions, which is actually great. Okay, um, sorry. <laughs> um, but as um, as a as a season as a whole, you know, pre lockdown times, um, yeah, w- which teams sort of impressed you the most?
0: Well, um, I, I've, I mean, it's a personal one this because. Um, uh, at Oxford where I've been closely connected with 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 all my all my life. Um the, um we gave Chris Wilder his, his first real break, if you like. I mean yeah. we were down, you know, heading we we're in non-league then by the way, and, and that was my first sight of Chris. And I've kept in very close contact with him with him ever since. And I know um his, his team didn't turn up for probably the first time this season actually at St James everyone said he was changed on the sending off. Well actually they you know they weren't playing that well that well anyway. But I think what what he has done with Sheffield United with that group of players to get them up, um, it's, they're nowhere near right for the Champions League. He knows that everywhere. But to get them get them up, not that far off it. And also, if you look at the other teams that have come, that came up, Norwich and Villa both fighting for the lives, probably likely to go back to the Championship. And I think what he has done there with that squad of players, and it just just shows that um, what a what an exceptional group can do. And they pretty much gone through League One championship and now up in the Premier League and holding their without spending without spending huge amounts of dough. Yeah. So very 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 impressed with them. Obviously very impressed with them. Um, and and you would have to say I mean Liverpool have just strolled this haven't they? They've just yeah, strolled They've, they've been so outstanding. You, you you'd have to say that but but I think I think Sheffield United, when he comes to doing it with what he's with what he's done it with at his disposal, and pre-season, everyone had them absolutely stone cold, banked rides. They they'll go they'll go straight back down, and
1: yeah. they're never
0: in any of doing that.
1: So. No, I think I um I, um I, I look back on you know the table predictions, and I think every single one of them had Sheffield United to be rock bottom. Yeah, never mind in the yeah. bottom three, rock bottom. Yeah, so I think and, that's, yeah. that that shows you. That's I mean, proved and and he
0: used um you know, listen, he's he's, he's, he's no fool, Chris, and, and and he used that. Yeah. He used that as yeah. as as a massive motivating factor that everyone, you know, every every would think that that we're hopeless. Um, because it's Sheffield United, is it's you know and and I know um but you, you might even know that there was a little sniff that Newcastle tried to get hold of Chris Wilder. Yeah. They did try and 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 it got quite a way down the line as well. So so one or two Newcastle fans might be looking and saying, crikey, he, 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 might, he might have done for us. But never, never say never, I suppose. So, so, Who knows? Um, but if, if, but, if the takeover goes be, yeah. through,
1: we, we might get him.
0: Well, <laughs> you're getting everybody, aren't you? You're getting, you're, <laughs> Apparently. You're, well, you're Guardiola, Pochettino, you're getting everyone
1: going to come yeah. and manage you, aren't they? We're going to so. have uh, Guardiola <laughs> as manager.
0: As as assistant and uh, Pochettino as right. director of football yeah. or something, I, I, absolutely. And uh, and Messi and Ronaldo up front, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's good for you. <laughs> yeah. And then I wake up from Jonathan on the bench,
1: <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, like I read, I read somewhere that you covered, like, this is insane. Um, eight
0: world cups, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is insane. Um, I was very, you know. Listen, I've, I've I've been very, very fortunate in the in the events that I covered, and very fortunate. was with ITB for over thirty years. The first World Cup that I did was was for actually for the BBC in Argentina in 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 1978, and I did the vast majority of that from a sort of dungeon of a studio where I never actually saw saw a ball kick live, and then went right pretty much right, right the way through. Um, was behind the goal when Maradona punched it in in, in in 86, and he did it so quickly that not only couldn't I see it, but the you know, cameraman didn't see it either. So it, he was he would use that very, very cleverly. And then finished up in 2010 in, you know in in, in with that uh, with that World Cup in South Africa. So that's a, yeah. that's and it's gradually you know it's, it's gradually got and again more and more commercialized, I think, for the, the World Cup. But again, that was coming back to Newcastle, that was where I, I really got a, quite a close relationship with Bobby, Bobby Robson. And, um, uh, those were the days when TV could get very, stayed with the teams and mixed with the teams and, yeah. um, and, and almost felt part of the squad in, 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 some ways. And so again, that, that Mexico 86 and it, and 90 were, you know, were, were, were two great tournaments for Bobby Robson and, you know, and, um, and, and, uh, and for, for England in, in particular, um, Basically the Italian ninety, and I think you know poor old Bobby he, he was he was so, so close, close there yeah and yeah. and that and that, 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 and that and he was getting vilified at the time as well because he was leaving to get another job but um, the one thing that that he always did that he always did he never lost his dignity Bobby he always kept it cool. he always kept it and what really hurt him was being accused of not being a patriot because yeah. no one felt more about his country than than Bobby and and at the time the old tabloids were tearing to pieces so um no but the world now the world cups were yeah were, were were um a great part of my career and and like you know, I'm I'm very you know I'm a fan very fortunate to have to have been able to and I think you have to be to do the job properly you've got to feel what you see and and to be able to do it and then see things at close quarters and uh, um, and Peter Beardsley was another good, another great a great lad. I know he's had his problems up, up in the northeast the moment, but hopefully he'll he'll get back in, et cetera, et cetera. But that was another fellow that I got quite close to and still 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 in touch with, with Peter. Um, yeah. You know, and it's it's uh, yeah, I, I I look back on them all, and um and I'm very 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 fortunate and vivid memories from. Them.
1: Which which one of them was your favourite to to cover?
0: well i think although the tournament itself the actual football that was played you, know, you you sort of gloss over with his with history but wasn't great but Italian ninety i think i think i i i, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I that as as because you' got so close to the team and you know, when you're the reporter there you know you, and i still still can remember those penalties going into the sky in in Turin and I still can remember you know dear old gaza you know there's another one who i got you know gaza who you know on a the football pitch he had no problems on a football pitch all his problems were off the pitch and um you know got 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 close to him as as, as well there and and it was you just form i think what the difference is then and now you form you do genuinely form friendships and 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 form long lasting relationships as well um, yeah. and although they were great all the other france, france 98 as wonderful moment with, you know, Michael Owen getting a goal and et cetera, et cetera. It was, um, I think I'd, I'd have to plump for Italia 90.
1: Yeah. And um, who has been the best player you've ever seen live?
0: Um, that's a very, very good point. I I, I would put Pele up there, but I don't think I ever saw him live. I've done a little bit of corporate work, work with, 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 with Pele. The best player I've ever seen live. I guess, I guess I would, I mean, although... I mean, Maradona would have to be up there. Um, but I'll tell you what I'm going to say to you. i would say the same one. I, it, and this is through the eyes of a kid growing up in this country. Before I started doing any journalism or any television, I'd, I'd say I'd say Bobby Charlton, who was, yeah. uh, when you were growing up and you saw, and it was pre-everything being on telly, et cetera, et cetera, and you saw him and you saw what he did. and. And you know, with the with the pitches and which you didn't yeah. realise at the time, and 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 also at that time, if you went to another country and you were struggling with the language, and you just you just threw in you know, Bobby Charlton, and people would smile and you know, tap you on the pat me on the back and buy you a drink or whatever, whatever. He had that sort of stuff. So it might be, yeah, and of course, you know, a bit of northeastern roots in there for Bobby yeah. as well. Yeah, isn't it very very much. Um, um, how
1: he came back from, from the air disaster well air. I know I
0: mean, just, I mean just imagine that you're on a plane and all your best pals get wiped out and uh, you know and, and in, in Munich and it was it, it was it, yeah, every uh, people accused him of being serious and not like uh, you know but when you have that sort of thing in your life And as a kid, basically as well, and to come back and and play and and, and do what he did—pretty phenomenal, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the more I talk about it, the happy I am with that choice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, one of the one of my favourite players growing up was um, Zidane. I just loved watching him play. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, I no, I agree with you. They're always very hard questions, though. Who's the best you've ever yet? Because there are so many of them that that, that at this unbelievable skill and you and me as sort of well you probably a current Sunday morning player but me isn't it pretty much in it but you know how hard that game is you know how hard yeah. it is to do and, and I think that's that's the thing where um I, and it might it might happen a bit bringing us back to where we are now I was lucky enough again because of my Chris Wilder connection I saw the last game before lockdown Sheffield United staged a game but the first team squad yeah up at the Sheffield training ground. And Chris said to them, This would be the last game you'll play for three months. Make sure you you, know, you don't you don't leave any. And they went at it. They and I was a bit like the old Sunday man. I was standing on the touchline right close. And you saw the speed and the skill involved and and and, and how ha- how good these guys were compared to you, know, you and me and other scufflers. Yeah. And you got a newfound appreciation for them, really. And it might that might just be something that that people will, will you know, with no crowd baying and screaming, you might be able to see how, how good these guys really are. And anyone that can get through and play in Newcastle's first team has to be a good player. I'm sorry, they have to be. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Be.
1: Well, I think um, there's been a lot of talk about the Longstaff brothers up here. Um, yes, obviously with yeah. Matty running down his contract, there's a bit yeah. of a fear that he might end up leaving us for free. Um, so, um, th- which would be a, a shame, right? I, th-
0: I think. I think. Uh, yeah, because again. Yeah, you know, it, 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 no matter what, and no matter how many foreign stars come in and, and illuminate the, the, the Premier League, punters love a local boy coming through, making good, and and wearing a shirt that, that he loves. They absolutely love it, and so they should as well. So they should because that's the lifeblood of the game for me. Yeah, um, uh, um, and I'm, uh, I'm, quite, I'm quite sad. I'm quite sad that even with the current hiatus, that someone hasn't. Well, I mean, there's always two sides to the question. I know that someone hasn't gone, Come on, something. This is your club, you're born. This is your area. This is not a bad amount, you know, or whatever, and just do a deal and, and keep him because he's 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 gonna he's, he's a talent, obviously, and you him yeah. you wouldn't want him legging it somewhere else, not really.
1: No, no, definitely not. And I think um, up here we've struggled in recent years to keep a hold of, of our youngsters. They always seem to go off or you know end up yeah. in, in bigger teams, and it's it's a shame, really. Um, but one of my. It- Favorite moments of this season was Mighty Longstaff getting a winner against United. I know, really, that
0: was a fantastic moment for him, wasn't it? And Yeah, you know, I think if, if I remember, he, he wasn't. He, did he come quite late into the team or something like that? Didn't, yeah, wasn't
1: yeah, he only found out that morning.
0: Um, that's right. Yes. And so, so, and that, oh, that, and that, and you would hope that you know that he gets reminded of that on a regular basis, of the joy, etc, etc. et cetera. And but as I said, there's always two sides there's always two sides to this and yeah. and you just hope that he's not caught in a sort of ownership hiatus if you know what I mean that there's no one there to can actually make the decision yeah. and give him the contract that, that which is always a danger when there's uncertainty and it drags on and on and that there's there's no one who, with the authority to 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 do that sort of deal yeah. and that um and I hope that doesn't happen
1: yeah i think well i think that's that's what has been happening um in terms of a lot of decisions you know we we were the last club to get season ticket refunds and, and things like that, and that only happened yeah. last week. So,
0: yeah, it's, yeah. It's, well, it, listen, the, the fan base there is honestly is phenomenal, and I, I, I mean it's one of the great sights for me. When you pull up at the station, you look up, and there it is, and there, there's the stadium. And I can't think of too many other cities in the you know. I think well, Bill Bow, it might be they, they've got one right, now. but there aren't that many other places, you know, where, where the, the football ground is the absolute dominant thing right in the heart yes. of the city. Yeah. And, and that shows, that shows what it means to the area and what it means, what it means, means to the fans as well. And, and the fans deserve looking after for me. They, 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 they really do. And, um, and, you know, there's no, there's, there's, there's no, there's no reason for them to turn up and then, you know, beyond an absolute adoration and love for the football club. And, and you can and that, but I think, Perhaps some owners have just exploited that really, yeah. and shrug yeah. the shoulders and taken take them for granted. And uh, they, they 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 do deserve the best, definitely.
1: Yeah, it's it's certainly u- unique up here. Um, like when you come home on the train and you're sort of stuck on the on the bridge and you can see St James's Park just poking up, you're just like, yeah, I'm home now. And it's just <laughs> it's yeah. it's nice, yeah. you know. It's it's brilliant. And yeah, I can't think of too many places. That, well, there aren't
0: many there Around that's that's why you can't think of them because there aren't yeah. on, really. And it's, yeah. look, it's a fantastic football club. It's a fantastic football community and a, and a great city, as well. And and sport has always been right up there as well. Yeah. You know, it's never an afterthought. Sport in the northeast never. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm a I'm a cricket fan as well.
0: So. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm. Yeah. Well, I mean that, 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 that that's. I mean, I'm president of our little local cricket club, and and um, they're. they're, they're Poor guys there and girls, by the way, they're tearing their hair out because they can't play. And yeah. I've just heard Boris Johnson in the House of Commons not exactly, you know, not exactly saying, "Oh yeah, we'll get, cricket, get even local cricket back." So, and the weather and the summer that we've been having, it's almost as though it's laughing at us, really.
1: Yeah, oh, it not, not a joke, talking, hasn't
0: it? It's it's really sad. It's yeah. really sad. And I think I think I'm right in saying Scotland. Knocked it on the head very early, didn't they? I think they said no cricket at all. Yeah, very early, yeah. a couple of months ago. You know, which is not that far away from you, is it? So, um, not too far. and and you, it's it, it, sadly, it's looking pretty much like a like a lost season. Sadly, there yeah. might be a bit of the end, but it's it's looking that way. I'm not I talking about the Test match, obviously, but <laughs> the club level.
1: I don't, uh, I don't quite understand it really, because uh, you know, football is allowed to come back. Then why not?
0: Well, uh, well, but. But they're coming back under all sorts of yeah. restrictions, aren't they? and I think cricket just hasn't got the money to do that, has it? Unfortunately, and, yeah. um, but but local white lo- local cricket is is another is another is, another, is actually another, another 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 case really, and they're not exactly rushing to get local cricket back either. No, as no.
1: Um, So, but on that, um, just what I always do. Um, with any guest is i always finish up with two um two questions and it's kind of like a a best and a worst one um right so with you it's been a bit difficult because you've pretty much seen <laughs> everything um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um
2: no that, so yeah.
1: what has been your um, your worst sporting moment like it could be anything from witnessing england crashing out of another world cup or something more personal
0: well, I'll tell you, and it is a personal one, this. Um, there's a man called John Burt, who used to be my boss at ITV, went on to be Director General of the BBC, and he was leaving ITV to go to the BBC, and me and him didn't really get on. And there was a charity game at Wembley before, before a cup final, and he was playing, and he scored a goal. And that, for him to score at Wembley, was a dagger through my heart. <laughs> So so there won't be too many other people who felt that way. So that would be my worst one. It's still and the hurts. best moment um and that's well, now that you remind me of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the best moment uh in in sport. Um you're talking sport here or football?
1: i uh, just in general, sport in general.
0: Well, i get i, I mean I'll, I'll I'll give I'll give you two on that, both with World Cup finals um, as a kid I was buying the Jeff Hurst goal when he scored in 1966 wow. and if someone had said to me that's the only time England are going to win the world cup in your lifetime I wouldn't have believed them <laughs> and then spool, spooling forward 2003 England win the rugby world cup and I presented that from Sydney so those have been my two highlights
1: I, I don't think I've ever had a better answer than that to a question <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that, to, to me. That is like the perfect way to sign off. Um, that's Brilliant! A, well, it's been great.
0: It's been uh, great talking to you, and I hope hope you get the takeover sorted out. Not you personally, but I hope. hope
1: I mean, I can guess. try. I'll I'm do sure my be,
0: You look a nice, calm personality. you will be the ideal <laughs> ideal mediator. And um, and it's been, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, and Thank
1: you. and you, Jim. Um, so you've been listening to Ken Radio. Um, I hope you listen to us again soon. that's
2: the streets all day I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home Newcastle and If you never win the cup again I'll brave the dark at St James's Park If the galleries end in the rain I'm coming home And I'm proud to be a Jody, And to live in Jodie land People think we're bony and we're hard to understand, and they say it's just self-pity and we're not so very tough. Cause the people in the big fat city haven't had it half as rough. I'm coming home, Newcastle. You can keep your London wine. but walk the streets all the I'll meet for a bottle of the river dyne. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I wish I'd never been a away. Kiss the ground for the welcome sound. Any mother saying, hey, how are I'm coming home. And I miss the old blind busker who stands at Fennec's door. He plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before. And I love the Jody heroes, there's so many famous names. Like Linda Swan in Gaza, Brendan Foster in the gates at games I'm coming home, Newcastle, I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the cup again I'll brave the dark at St James's Park At the galleries end in the rain I'm coming home, Newcastle, you can keep your London wine Walk the streets all day I'll need for a bottle of the River tine. I'm coming home, Newcastle I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother I seen how are I'm coming home, Newcastle I may as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home, Newcastle Till never win the cup again the dog is in James's pocket the Galay's end, in the rain I'm...